0: Louis Erickson has agreed to a six year deal with Vancouver Canucks.
1: With the
2: selection, Vancouver Select from the London Knights, O.A.U. Levy. Yo, what up, sports fans? Yo. It's Aaron Warner. Uh, that's Michael Hudson. Also, we have uh, Andrew Hudson and my co-host that's always here, Stefan Heck. That's right. What's going on, fellas?
0: Uh, Not much. I was just brushing up on my... Subject for today. Well, actually all day. We were talking about it in chat earlier too, and it's one of my favorite
3: things to talk about. The glory days.
0: Yeah. The yeah good. Is,
4: it's I'm doing so good. good. I've been
3: I've been perusing the Wikipedias just because yeah. nice. we nice. were children when the the real action happened.
2: Yeah. I should uh I guess I should preface this. Uh uh-huh. Michael and Andrew, both from Detroit, and Andrew lives in Colorado now. He's a bit of a defector. I'm a traitor to Denver. <laughs> Uh and we're gonna be talking about the Red Wings Colorado Avalanche rivalry. There's really not a lot going on in the the current NHL. I think it's maybe the most boring July that there's ever been, yeah, at least that I can remember. like it's just been fucking nothing, let alone like Canucks News.
4: I guess Detroit has done some pretty big stuff, but um. True. Yeah, nothing, nothing major. It's kind of the dog days of summer in terms of uh, yeah, it's NHL like early News. dog
2: days. It We're is still You're waiting s- for like any sort of. I guess there was the uh, the damned Dubois trade to L.A., yeah. but and, you still got Scheifele and Hellebuck. Oh, yeah, to bring it. Even yeah, ten I'm years excited. ago,
0: here you could go to Kroger right now and probably get an autograph. Or no, Meyer has the Red Wings players show up for autographs, and there'd be like Darren Helm there. <laughs> Go <laughs> <laughs> stand in line
5: for like four
2: hours
4: Darren Helm is one of those guys where I'm shocked he's like still in the NHL But it seems like he's just going to play there forever I fucked me up
2: seeing him in the playoffs last year Yeah, and he was like
4: good
0: winning too with he's, Colorado. he's just yeah. that kid on Mighty Ducks That was really fast but can't stop
2: <laughs> I used to get so upset as a kid growing up in northern BC That I couldn't go to like the grocery store Canucks signings that I would see advertised through my like canucks fan club membership that i had <laughs> yeah that'd suck. it's like a did, six hour drive from your house did they ever oh, come God, to it was, the interior or? No, no 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 well i i'm like i was beyond interior in dawson creek man it was like a 12 to 14 hour drive depending on how much you pinned it so it's like that's it was, it was the equivalent so of driving across a couple of states yeah, yeah. It was fun, like working at the gas station up there. We'd have Americans come sometimes and I I guess this was like the map quest era where you don't really know where you're going. You didn't have the little GPS in your phone. And they'd be like, "We've been driving all day. Are we almost in Alaska?" And I had to say, "No, you're like I think it's 1700 miles away from Fairbanks <laughs> still." Oh my, like, god. oh my god, we don't have enough like gas money to get. What are we going to do?" <laughs> Buy I don't some know, guessing. man. Just buy your <laughs> chips and fuck off. Yeah.
0: Also, what, what was your plan in the first place? <laughs> yeah. Like, get up there and beg for some old gas. I know you got a bunch <laughs> up here. I see that pipe.
3: I see <laughs> those derricks.
0: Let me plug in.
3: you better off uh, hitchhiking, maybe. I don't know. Um, I mean, I f- I figured we'd probably get into this at some point, but just saying, like, seeing players. Uh, we had encounters all the time. I mean, Mary and Hosa went to our church growing up. Oh, we to, oh wow! We went to a Slovak church. Yeah, yeah Yuri Fisher too. Yeah, they wow. get huh. fucked up. The festival that they'd have every summer. Obviously, they're all Slovaks, so they just get everyone would get trashed, including us as minors.
5: And yeah, uh, yeah,
3: Hosa
0: would show get, up and do shots of Slevovica and then do karaoke <laughs> and shit.
4: Fuck, that's awesome. <laughs> that's cool. <Yeah. laughs>
0: uh,
3: another one was uh, this is much later. This is like more recent. When I worked at a, I worked at a bar in Ferndale for like five years and not there was like a couple times but Todd Bertuzzi would come in with like a
2: girlfriend that was cool oh cool because he's from Windsor right
3: yeah uh yeah I think so and he was like it was like I believe so 2015 I started working there so he's still like hanging around Detroit and I think he dated a girl that uh a, a mutual friend of a coworker. Did he get so a DUI
4: a, recently or am I thinking of someone else? I feel like I'm going be surprised. Yeah.
3: He was a scary looking dude. Like he was super nice, but he is fucked up looking.
4: He's so big and just like he, I He's mean, obviously, batter. you know, uh, this is more of a Vancouver, Colorado thing, but he did famously break a guy's neck. Right. So yeah, like
3: he has, he broke his soul early in his career. Like. He didn't mean to.
2: No, no. And you know what? It was, it was actually all the <laughs> he guys. Falling he definitely meant yeah. to hurt him. But. If he wasn't yeah. a pussy, it would have been fine. Yeah.
4: Yeah, me and Aaron have discussed this before, but so being funny. on the the Canucks.com forums back in the day when that happened and getting into arguments, being like it was because like uh, Andre Nicoletian or whoever fell on top of him and <sighs> hey, then all the guys from dog him. Yeah, it wasn't Todd Bertuzzi's fault.
2: Uh, I've, I've said this on the show before, <laughs> but for the, a long time on Google image search for like it was like the second or third page if you search for Todd Bertuzzi there was an image that I like did up in MS Paint where I circled his foot where it looked like he was stepping on a stick. And I'm like, look, he fell. He wasn't actually trying to drive his head <laughs> into the ice and break his neck.
5: Oh, my there God.
2: Are, there are people, like, if you bring up Bertuzzi,
3: there are people that you'll still encounter that be like, he should be killed. Like, they should have executed him for that. Oh,
2: yeah. Uh, Steve Moore shouldn't have elbowed <laughs> yeah, I I will say Steve, Steve Moore
4: started it, of course, uh, as as we all know. I think and we, I, could all,
0: I, we could all blame Marty McSorley on
3: this one, I think. <laughs> for I for was... everything. I just hate him. The other thing so I remember seeing it as a kid and I was just like, that's so fucked up. Like, oh man. Because I always had like a fear of like, well, like when you're a kid, you'd always do dumb shit, jumping off shit, playing on trampolines. And my dad and mom always warned us like, be careful about falling on your head or your neck. Like you, you can die or be paralyzed. So when I saw that actually happen in like my favorite sport, I was like, oh my fucking God. That's so, that's fucking insane. Like anyone would think. But then I yeah. saw Bertuzzi like at the, conference afterwards, like, crying, and I was like, he's got to live with this forever now. That fucking
5: sucks.
0: My, my hockey yeah. injury fear came from uh around, well, before that, actually, cause I remember this was the box uh, hockey comet tail puck era, but I used to Oof. love blocking shots with all my body, even, like, not wearing a mask or anything. Yeah. And I stopped doing it mo- so much after Chris Pronger took that shot to the chest and just yeah.
5: dropped yeah, you know, and I was that live. I was like,
0: ah, <laughs> or like seeing anyone
1: take a
3: puck to the mouth live is always insane.
1: Mm, like that's, that's
3: classic hockey, though. I'd rather see someone
0: take a puck to the mouth than the eye, though. Yeah,
3: they're just like open up their mouth, it's just all blood. Though, or like the <clears throat> you guys have probably talked about this plenty of times the the slope, the threat, the, throat, the throats being slipped by
4: skates. Yeah, I'm surprised this only happened twice, but yeah, it was so bad. And the one I always remember is I didn't see the most recent one. Yeah, the Zednik one Burrard was Brian Bernard me out so bad. Brian too. Was, yeah, Bernard was fucked. Basically, lost his eye. Essentially, right? Like it was never. Was you stick, look at him that afterwards. That was a stick and, that got his eye, right? Yeah, and it was like a follow a shot follow through, so it wasn't like malicious oh, or anything. Yeah, but yeah, I remember yeah. there just being so much blood on the ice because his eye just got. Fucking he was so destroyed. cool too. Yeah, he was good. I Man. I
0: paid so much more attention to hockey during like well when the Red Wings were really fun to watch, obviously, and then once they fell off, it was hard to. But uh, yeah. Andrew and I also got to go to a few Motor City Mechanics games. And that's where the Red Wings, a few Red Wings players played during the lockout, the uh, the 05 lockout. And it was Chelios, Hatcher, Draper, Brian Smolinski, and Sean Avery. Oh, that's man. Wow. And that was at a place that seats. Uh, my brother actually plays soccer. My little brother was playing soccer there. I was at a game right next door, like just this past uh, spring, but um it seats like a thousand people and we get to see those guys
3: play yeah i mean we we grew up going to ihl games because our uncle was president of concessions at the palace of auburn hills so the detroit vipers played all the time and if you didn't get free tickets and they were cheap anyway but most of the time we got free tickets they would just do those things where they leave the big stack from at the gas station they're like come redeem this for a free ticket ihl ruled it was fucking awesome because they also had a thing called the Vipers Club. I know Michael's talked about this on uh, FIM streams, but oh, yeah, the kids it was club so free sick. every year. They, once a year, you could go to the palace, skate on the ice, hang out with all the players, get their autographs. They'd give you full-size wooden sticks, and they gave us each all a full-size pack of Oreos, each kid. <laughs> what? Yeah. The Holy whole thing shit. was
4: free. Oh, my God. It was, it was free, fucking yeah. insane.
3: It was so cool. And then we got to meet some guys that like went on to play in the NHL, or they had before, and they'd go back and forth, obviously.
0: Yeah, we like, got to yeah, meet.
3: Uh, you, you never see that now. It costs like a hundred, like a uh, five hundred bucks a uh, year. I'm sure we got to oh meet Fedorov's
0: God. brother. We got to meet. Him. <laughs> oh, no! F- no yeah. Fedorov. Um Fedorov. Vipers is where Sergei Samsonov played before Boston drafted him. We got to meet him too. Oh, oh wow. cool. I got to actually Sergey Samsonov is who taught me how to pass correctly.
4: Wow! Really? Yeah. So like, the IHL was like kind of a junior league then, or?
0: Yeah, they were. Yeah, they were. Uh, they had farm. Like they, they could call him up to the NHL and everything. Right. But there was like guys that never busted out of there because they were too fucking much of an enforcer and not much of a, a skill player. And I remember right. there's a guy that some some god put a compilation up of him on YouTube that's like 15 minutes long of old fight footage. But there's this little like five seven guy named Andy Bezo, and he was just <laughs> a, a mother. He was like a Thai Domi type. Yeah. Like, he knew going into games he was getting ejected by the end of the first period type guy like when he needed to but he also like wore a A like he was an <laughs> important part of the team and they won the Turner Cup because Vipers were the same team that uh, my dad went to the Gordie Howe game when he played that one shift when he was like 70 and Jim Rome was putting he put the bounty on him yeah everyone wanted
3: to kill Jim Rome for
0: it <laughs> yeah Jim Rome put the Jim Rome put the bounty on for telling uh, one of the semi-pro players he'll give him like $10,000 if he knocks Gordie Howe on his ass <laughs> And everyone was like, "Jim Rome, we're going to kill you. If you ever come to
3: Detroit, we're going to kill you." And he's like,
0: "Okay,
5: whoa."
3: <laughs> <laughs> fucking Man, hated Jim Rome.
4: I always remember seeing like the uh, the Jim Rome highlight of him getting beaten up by Jim Everett. For yeah, calling Chris him Everett. Chris Everett. That was so fucking funny because they would just play, play that all the time on like it would be like uh, oh like biggest like sports media fails or whatever. Mm-hmm. And this is pre this is before they called anything fails too. So I think this right. would have qualified as a blooper. Yeah. Um, but they would always play that. And, and everyone that. wanted
3: to see that happen like, oh. for years.
4: Oh my God. It was great. And then the other one that they would always play, I guess it's not sports media as much, but it was, um, the devil's coach screaming at Don Kaharski and telling him to have another donut in like oh, the thickest, yeah. also <laughs> thickest Canadian accent of all time. It's so good. That, that was oh always such a great dollar store pickup it was a nice hockey
0: bloopers VHS with that goofy black curly haired guy that would be like. He he looked like a clown without makeup on his face. He was dressed like <laughs> one. and had hair like one. He was <laughs> always like, oh, he's kind of like Canadian Seinfeld. And uh, I don't even know uh, the guy's name, but they they were the weirdest clips though, because they you'd see a clip that was like, I mean, the movies themselves are from there's a VHS from like '91, so it'd be like some sort of '1990, '91. You see like some Flames players from like that that current team, but then it'd be like. A Terry Sawchuck clip, like him tripping someone. It's like, okay, <laughs> fucking 1959. <laughs> such a weird compilation. Like, I don't know what
4: I that did, was. I had all the Don Cherry, like, Rock 'em Sock'ems as well growing up. And those were so funny because it would be like really, like, dirty hits. Like, hits now where the guy would be suspended for the entire season or like kicked out of the league. Um and like some really like obviously nice goals and nice saves and everything. And then every single one would have like a like a techno music video where Don Cherry's wearing these like wraparound sunglasses and like like a do rag. So dope. Oh I my
3: god. Awesome. You should you should upload all of those onto YouTube. <laughs> yeah. I need to rip um god, our friend so Taylor, good. who you guys know, yeah. I he loves movies and mm-hmm. plays them on the stream and stuff. But one year I think for his birthday or something, I sent him a bunch of movies, but I also include I sent him like I think a collection of sports bloopers DVD because we talked about how much we love that shit, and he played a bunch of them on his stream. And some of them, I forget even what brand it was. I might have ordered it off Amazon or eBay or something. But one of these DVDs was full of I think like Canadian football bloopers, which is fucking sick. Yeah, I one, saw, like, this one of the football world. ones world
0: only CFL and USFL. It's like Donald Trump's team. It was bloopers. so cool. It was oh, so <laughs> interesting
3: because it's Hell like yeah. a whole world I had never even seen, and they're awesome bloopers. And they'll do like inter uh intermittent skits and stuff like they always did and all that shit's so fun still. Or like old uh even NFL ones where they'd fuck with the players and prank them all the time. Also the best. But I don't does, I need to get some of the hockey ones 'cause I missed the.
4: The CFL is so funny. Like it's it does give me like sort of I don't know college football that well, but like it, the, it does sort of remind me of college football because there's like not really very much like defense or anything. It's goofy. Yeah, it's very very stupid plays happen every yeah, single like game. There, there was blitz. one. Yeah, there was you just one. Want to,
3: like, you want a sound effect going whoop whenever you see the ball fly up? Yeah.
4: The, well, the ball is bigger for one thing. It's like a wider <laughs> ball. It's a wider field and a longer field. The um, the field goals are like in the end zone, so people can run into them.
0: Yeah, the balls are uh, eggier. You can kick them better.
4: It's, it's great, and then obviously you have like the Rouge, which is the single point for kicking the ball out of the end zone. Um, and there was, multiple times a year, you'll get like, because it's mostly American players up there still, right? Uh-huh. And mm-hmm. they don't know the rule about the Rouge, so they'll like, they'll kneel down in the end zone assuming it's like normal and then they'll lose the game because of that and it's like <laughs> so the funniest thing we that, we one on. of
2: those happened just the other week right yeah
4: yeah it was really good they, they the literally lost league. the game yeah because he fucking knelt down in the end zone and didn't realize that he was giving the other team a point oh so man stupid.
0: you'd have to break your brain from that or of that we used to <laughs> like when he did it he went ah oh, fuck
3: that's right <laughs> once we
0: once we moved back to michigan permanently after my dad got out of the air force and Even though we weren't a cable family, we were close enough to Canada where we got CBC games. So we watched Hockey Night in Canada, too. And for the longest time, until like I was old enough to actually Google things and cared, really. But I remember one time when I was like 9 or 10, I'm like, uh, because Eagle Eye Cherry's song Saved Tonight was big on the radio. And I asked my dad, I'm like, is he Don Cherry's son? <laughs> yeah, and my dad my dad just replied, like, yes, like all matter of fact, like, just fucking with me. And I was like, cool. And I would tell people that for years. So I started trolling people without knowing it. like, yeah, that's Don Cherry's son. They're like, no fucking way.
2: Don Cherry's son is a musician, though. Well, He's like really shitty eye. dubstep. <laughs>
3: <laughs> well, speaking of musicians, remember Jerry, uh, Jerry McCarty's band? Fuck yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah.
2: Was it Step w- Outside? What was it called? <laughs> it was called uh, The Bay City Rollers. Yeah. Let's see.
3: Wasn't that their single, oh, Step it, it Outside? Oh, was,
4: it was Grinder, yes. Grinder, Because they were the uh, yeah. Sing- Oh, yeah. like <laughs> the been a Yeah. 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 Fuck, Dude,
3: God, what
4: should
0: we so call good. our band? Yeah. Grinder, <laughs> Nice.
2: <laughs> so. <laughs> I think McCarty still lives there. I, I think Grindr a lot of, of us
0: still live in Detroit or <laughs> um, Michigan. Yeah, they live in. McCarty lives in and still works in uh, the town that Kid Rock grew up in, Romeo, Michigan. That's also where Andrew and I worked A bunch of them also live in,
3: like, Bloomfield, right? Like
0: yeah, where, a rich, rich That's where a
3: lot of those pro athletes live.
2: So we, one of the things that we went into with this episode, like really all of my prep work. Besides, I Mandela affected myself. I thought it, the the Stanley Cup rings blocking my ears. I thought that was that to Detroit, but it was that was, that was to Jeremy Roenick. Jeremy Roenick, yeah. 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 I I kept waiting for it in uh, the Unrivaled Thirty for Thirty documentary. Uh, and it just never came up. And so I had to like, Google afterwards and like hey, see that like, I was well, wrong. Did they edit that out to make them look better? But, <laughs> but. so I, I don't know what you guys watched. I watched that there was like a 90-minute version. And I wanted it to never end. And they said that there was a longer one on like Disney+, Plus, but I guess not in Canada or something. I've watched. I don't know.
0: Whatever one someone sent me on uh, Google Drive. <laughs> yeah, someone yeah. could probably upload it for It was you. long, ago. yeah. For,
4: Whichever one is on producer Dan Fox is the one that I watched. Uh, nice, it's, it's great. It's, it's so fantastic. good. I yeah,
0: I watched it last summer, right, like the, the night it came out, and then I watched it on my stream some morning, like way after that. I mean, I didn't, it, and the VOD's not there. <laughs> <laughs> I
2: was, I was really taken aback by like how central of a figure Darren McLarty was in all of it, because like I was, it was weird watching it. I could remember lots of the events happening. Like I I distinctly remember Vladdy being rolled out in 97 after the Red Wings won the cup and like asking my parents like, Hey, who's that guy? Why is this such a big deal? And also they're like, oh, he's in a car accident. He used to be a good player on the team. I used team. to troll
0: people by saying he was in the car with Sergey and Anna Kornikova when he crashed it. That's when he got hurt. <laughs> it was Sergey's fault. Just <laughs> really fucked That's up. so fucked up. <laughs> there wasn't a friend there was a laying lot of, in the back there, on the dashboard. It was the
3: late 90s, too. So there's a lot of Princess Diana jokes that like went along with all that, too. It's like, oh, yeah, yeah
2: that makes sense. Yeah, from and our like,
3: like local Howard Stern types.
2: <laughs> I remember the. Uh, the abs winning in 96 and that triple overtime where it was zero, zero going into it. Uh, but I mean, I was only like fucking six years old at the time. So I wasn't all hyped up for the March 26 game. And I, I like don't remember the, or didn't remember Claude Lemieux, like fucking bashing, uh, what's his name? Maltby. Mm-hmm. No, yeah. Draper. Uh, Draper. Uh, Draper. No, Draper. Yeah. Draper, Drape yeah. All the all those fourth line Red Wings guys like blend in with each other. They blend but in, like, in real life too. It it's it was interesting to me like how like essential Darren McLarty was to that team, both with like the overtime winner in the March 26th game, where I guess if you haven't watched the doc you should, but it was the first time that they played each other uh, when Detroit had the last change so they could actually try and fuck up Claude Lemieux who absolutely mangled Chris Draper's face yeah, by still uh, one of driving nastiest him into the boards. It's injuries I've ever seen
4: in sports It's happen. so bad. And it could have been even worse too. Like he could have like he could have like died yeah. legitimately the way yeah. he got hit.
2: So like to have his best friend score the overtime goal after beating Claude Lemieux's ass in the middle of the game, it was so cool. And then like the Red Wings winning the cup that year with yeah. McClarty doing like crazy not dump in fucking deeks out the defender and scores like it yeah. it's he was it was very cinematic
0: it's also cool because mccarty from then that was probably one of his best years but he was always more of a grinder and enforcer i mean we know his band oh yeah grinder but he wasn't a scoring guy but he was so clutch in that especially he was so you could tell he had a fucking fire inside of him he was pissed like uh during the rest of the, those
3: playoffs Well, it was so crazy about that um that one, that rivalry with everything is how multiple teams in the league like wanted to ki- like people would target Lemieux when they played them because yeah. they're like you're a piece of shit we all want you dead. Yeah. Cuz like- he was
4: just like <laughs> such a dirty player with like everyone that he played against. Like mm-hmm. um but he was also like really good too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Sort of made it worse.
0: Also Following that season, there's like this this detail it might have been mentioned on, I think it was mentioned on the the documentary too, but I was reminded of it from um, just the wiki. The Avalanche never ate anything in Detroit that wasn't prepared by their own chefs, always had issues at Joe Louis Arena from lack of hot water, noxious paint. They'd repaint the locker room right before every time (laughs) and also uh, not send their pregame meals so they'd play hungry (laughs) and have to wait till after the game to eat. They'd fuck with them like that. That's like so, such old school shit that I feel like now you just get sued That's soccer for <laughs> so it. Like,
2: yeah, honestly, yeah. It's like mental warfare. And that was another thing for me looking back on it too. Like, it was just so cool and badass and fucking sick. And like I understand intellectually the argument behind like why you shouldn't hit people in the head and why fighting probably shouldn't be in the game, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. Mm-hmm. But you can't to me, watch something like that and be like, no, it's better now.
0: Dude, oh man, I was talking about it today. One thing that I loved, it was almost too perfect how well those two teams matched up for the rivalry, too. Right down to how much I respected both Joe Sackackick and Steve Eisenman as captains, and they both wore
2: right? 19. And they, yeah. they're
0: like the same guy, basically. Like, it was crazy.
2: But- it's it's crazy, too, like seeing how many, I don't know, they mentioned it at some time during the documentary, but just how many fucking hall of famers were on the ice playing those games. Like,
0: Plus Mike Ricci, So
2: stacked. Plus Mike Ricci and Adam <laughs> Deadmarsh. I
0: mean Mike Ricci was one of the fuggliest mofos ever. I one time I took like all of his cards like eight years in a row and was like, look how ugly he gets. I showed my dad. I was like, watch how ugly he gets, like just in a row. It's crazy. From rookie year to eighth year in the league.
3: It's kind of wild. I'll talk to people who aren't even like hockey people because Americans aren't that into hockey. Let's be real. And also, mm-hmm. they that's yeah, why NHL. Be, you got to be
0: north of a certain point. That's why American
3: yeah. NHL fans are fucking annoying because they're like the weird kid in their family because they like hockey. Like, <laughs> no, I'll tell you like right like now. C this,
0: said. Is, this is no disrespect to any of my friends. Detroit but people
3: like it. Detroit people like it. Tampa Bay
0: Lightning fans in Florida are the most annoying motherfuckers. In the well, you can't even <laughs> find ice.
4: <laughs> I, I think uh, I think Vegas is maybe surpassing that after I this can, year. I can see but, that. I haven't oh, been yeah.
3: to a but
0: a
4: And then like a you have the
3: Kraken bandwagoners. There's that one guy I saw on Twitter that was like. He's like a Yankees fan, a I don't mind bandwagoners for expansion teams, no, though. That's I, I, get it too. I get it too. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's fine,
4: but it's and just I guess so like Seattle, like, Seattle does have like some hockey history as well. Yeah, they're, they're northern. I feel they're like northern too bad for the
0: fucking city. Son- Sonic's never coming back, so they're the fuck. That's fine.
3: Yeah. But what I was gonna say is, uh, people that you talk to who are just sports fans will be like, it's probably the greatest rivalry in sports ever. True. And it was you, so unless fun. you want to unless you want to include like the Bulls and the Pistons, which I you know more Detroit rivalry. I'm very proud of those mm-hmm. guys too. But and like the Detroit history in sports, I can't ever bitch about like the Lions or even the Tigers the year because it, happened, it was sick. we had the Pistons in the Red Wings, so I can't I can't complain at all. But also, like I've had
0: yeah. My food. I mean, we had we were spoiled, but being being the age as a kid where you were uh, you were old enough to care, especially after we won that, we won 97. It was fucking sick. But going mm-hmm. to the playoffs in 98, it was, everyone was taking work off. Nobody, yeah. you know, everything shut down. And I didn't see anything like that again until like, I don't even know like on, on what level, maybe us men's 2010 soccer, like world cup soccer for like things shutting down wise, people going to games, but the wings, the wings, uh, 97, 98 run. That was like, I mean, Andrew and i our older brother. We would, make signs like we'd make signs just to fucking stand on the side of the road and be like
4: on for the red like wings. shaking our butts yeah.
0: in our red wing shirt yeah. like. i did
4: that for the canucks as well like yeah like too. standing out there with and signs nothing else and I would just
3: ever motivated me to do that not
0: politically yeah.
3: or anything you know like <laughs> just seeing that just seeing all that like seeing mike vernon meet him in the middle oh of my the God. ice for a goalie fight like like michael said it was too perfect it was like fucking disney it was like Literally, like, Mighty Ducks bullshit. Like, if you wrote the story of the Red Wings and Colorado Avalanche it's rivalry. It's too on the nose. It's too, yeah. You're like, this is so lame.
0: Does it, wasn't Mike Vernon? And the heroes won. Didn't the heroes Mike, won. Didn't Mike Vernon get a sick save on a Red Wings player in an NHL intro or get a goal scored on him while he was a shark? I think
4: I'm remembering that. Ooh. Oh maybe. Yeah. He played for a lot of teams too. He did. And played, but he played for Calgary as well.
0: He was one of those guys though where he was pretty much good wherever he went, but like not a name where everyone remembers him right
2: away. They're like, oh yeah. <laughs> and yeah, was like he, he's in the Hall of Fame or he's going to be in the Hall of Fame, right? And I was like, why? But I guess he won Stanley Cups as a goalie on two different teams. Like, mm-hmm. I guess. I, right. I,
0: was, I mean, I was young and dumb, but I felt more sure of him being in net when he was there than Osgood early on. Like, I mean, then later on, Osgood turned into, is he going to be healthy? Then he turned into, well, he's old now. Like, I love yeah. Ozzy, but it's always scary. And for so many years there, we were running the just two goalies, the fucking two, uh, we got so two mains. <laughs> going back to
3: the church we went to growing up, uh, we went to a Slovak Catholic church. So when the the wings got hashik, our priest was like jumping up and down.
0: Like oh screaming.
5: yeah. That he was was like, like, yes!
3: But also like that was huge
0: anyway. And remember my dream, it was I was already like I was a goalie. I loved being a goalie. I loved making six saves. But then we got Kujo, who was like the master of six saves. Once Kujo yeah. came in, he was winding down his own career and he didn't do a ton here, but that was so fun. Good shit. Yeah.
3: I was like that, when uh one of my big ones was when Brett Hall join the wings cuz i love the blues. We lived in by St. Louis for a little bit and i just love the blues cuz like Shanahan Hall and they were just a good team back in the day.
4: They were fun. And then Hall came and i
3: was like, "Oh, fuck yes." Grant Fear was so great too.
4: That O2 Red Wings roster is so insane. <laughs> it yeah. Really
0: is. Do you remember the Do you remember the game against uh Was was it that again? Was that the year where we fucking had the game 7 against Colorado that we blew them out?
4: Yeah, 7-nothing. Yeah. Where <laughs> where Patrick Waugh did the thing where he like went to stand up. Like he held his glove up with the puck in it and dropped it. Oh yeah. That, yeah. Like, I
2: was expecting to see that in the fucking documentary as well, but, but I, I guess it's I, I guess kind of cut like, it Like would, be, it would the, be further. Like, like, yeah. It was yeah. Like
0: yeah Cause after. like, how
2: long would you continue doing that? Like, would you then show like the 2000, was it eight red wings?
0: Also? I remember during that, during that game in particular, my dad and I, and Andrew might've been with us went uh, sort of storm chasing. Cause he had just gotten his, uh, ham radio set up in his car. He wanted to go test it, and we were driving around during that game in, like, a thunderstorm.
4: Hell, what? yeah.
3: Dude, I mean, this is not, like, Avs, Colorado and stuff, but you guys just talk about later rosters. One of the most fun things in the world was watching Cronwall, Cronwall people. You know, oh my oh, God. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
4: Holy shit. We've we've
3: always, always, terrifying.
2: We've we've so he was terrifying. I thought he was going to kill someone yeah. at some point. That 2002 team is just fucking unfair, man. <laughs> I, like... Because that, that, that's, like, a very personal series to me because it was the first time where I was, like, a really active sports fan where the Canucks too. made the playoffs, yeah. right? Like, I remember watching the Avalanche beat Vancouver in 96, and then so, like, kind of from there on out, I was like, okay, well, I guess I'll cheer for Colorado because, like, they beat my team, and if they win, that means that my team did pretty good or whatever, Dude, that in was... 2002, that was like the Lidstrom goal from Center Ice. Yeah. I remember like the climate at the time online posting was like, you just have to believe anything. Just believe, believe, believe. Yeah. And the Canucks were fucking 2-0 in the series. I'm like, my fucking, my beliefs are doing it, baby. We're going to win. And th- They did it. And you look at the, the roster. It's like Brendan oh. Shanahan, Sergey Fedorov, Brett Hall, Nick <laughs> Lidstrom, Luke <Loop laughs> Robitaille, Steve Eiserman, Igor Larionov, Chris Chelios, Pavel oh. Datsuk. Chris Draper, Thomas Holmstrom, Boyd Devereaux, uh, Kirk Maltby, yeah, Matthew and Frank Gilchrist, who had
0: to get a shot in his groin before every game. Poor guy. hit a fucked
3: up groin his whole career.
4: God, and that's such an insane like, lineup. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Jason
3: Williams left basketball to play on the wings for yeah, a little Yeah, he was sick. <laughs> I'm just
0: kidding. <laughs> um, also, though, on that team, I just, I just got reminded, that was the year, I mean, that was Datsuk's that rookie year, and uh, Andrew and I got to go to a tour of the joe that year where we got to see the locker room and like the press box and shit because my dad uh that was the year my dad got into like the car wash business and met a couple other car wash owners well he bought he got a car wash from one of them but they went golfing with sean avery quite often that season and he was a prick apparently but duh but, uh, I can,
2: yeah, I can sort of see that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, when, Whoa. We, when we toured
0: the Wings locker room, that Datu's locker wasn't even plaqued yet. It was just like the masking tape with the, uh the Sharpie on it. Yeah, it's crazy. That we like. We <laughs> there's a lot of. We, I we always toured it right when
3: got drafted. It's, that's nuts. Smell awful in there. Mm-hmm. That's was, every, There's so many stories so about cool. people being like, oh, someone I know, know, Sean every he, he did this this is volume. He's a fucking weirdo. It's like, yeah, everyone has a story like this. He's just a weird dude.
4: He's a psycho. Yeah, Datsuk is like one of my favorite players of all time. And like two things I like. Well, one thing I like about him in particular is that his head is sort of shaped like a like he looks like an alien.
0: Like his yeah. head is shaped like a guitar <laughs> pick.
4: True. It's really crazy. <laughs> he, <laughs> he
0: looks so Russian. He, bro. No, it's really easy to uh, make E.T. look like him, like in Photoshop. <laughs> yeah. Like with the hair and then a jersey on him.
3: I, <laughs> um, him. I always liked him because he would just like score like three times bro, in a row. He went back to the KHL like, uh, and just tore it up there, too. Yeah. He's like three times in a row in like a minute. Then he just walked over, like skate away with his head down. It's like
4: the thing is, he, now, he was like
3: he he, was, he had like Jokic energy.
2: He's you know? like
4: he's like an insane like Russian Orthodox guy now, I think.
2: Yeah, you got to not look into his politics. He's, he's, in like, like, a, really, he's in like, like a cult now. Yeah. Yeah. That's what happens to Russian
0: players. And they go back.
2: The yeah.
3: Time. Or they're like, I wonder what I wonder. What, I mean, I think Fedorov. I think he's doing okay. Yeah, he's a coach over there. He he like yeah, kind of popularized he just got the goalie really early. He, he always a pretty he was a pretty boy Yeah, He too, either
0: though. just one coach of the year or he was uh second place. I can't for, I can't remember. I, I I followed the KHL English account and they're always trying to like be kind of USA memey with shit yeah. but they just get it wrong. Like they'll <laughs> they'll say like <laughs> boom and it's about someone dying. It's like oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh. <What?
4: laughs> not, not that <laughs> Uh, yeah, in June 2020, according to a report from a Russian media network, former Detroit Red Wings star Pavel Datsyuk has hunkered down in a monastery with his personal confessor who has taken over a Russian monastery guarded by Cossacks.
5: God,
0: you know what? That makes so much sense, though, for him. He's always so quiet. Like, The world's longest Datsyuk like he... interview is like 10 seconds, and that's in <laughs> even, Russian.
3: <laughs> even with the language barrier, yeah, I think he's autistic, to be honest. He he there's was the always like be on the super there's
0: been a yeah. few players where I can definitely believe that, and two of the other ones that I believe are Steve Eisman and Nick Lidstrom. Just off of uh interviews alone.
4: Yeah. Just uh, vibes, I see
0: uh, Eiserman like, for Is- sure. Eisman I yeah. met, by the way, and he seemed like I wasn't fanboy at all and, and the circumstance I met him was in a way where he wouldn't be like, Oh great, a fan. It was uh I was I'm a huge Notre Dame fan, I know, it's very cool. It's very traveler of me. Uh I grew up not <laughs> I didn't want to be a Michigan or Michigan State fan because I'm too cool for that. Because we didn't live here, so I wanted a team though that I could watch. And Notre Dame has that NBC national contract. And our, and our grand was a big,
3: yeah, our was it, a
0: huge Notre Dame fan, yeah, like diehard. And our family too. So uh, uh, I liked them. And my aunt was like, "Yo, I'm over at Sacred Hearts, like this private Catholic school over, like where we said where the pro athletes live. I'm going to see Lou Holtz speak. This is like." 2012 <laughs> or something, I'm like, fuck yeah. did. we got man. Hey, show up, man. Hey, Arnold's grandpa up there. But uh <laughs> I was sat right next to Doug Brown from that team, and then on the other side of him was Steve Eiserman because both their daughters went to that school. And I, I sat huh. next to them for the whole Lou Holt speech, but the whole time sitting there like, I want to be like, hey, hey remember remember when <laughs> <laughs> remember when you got that goal? But no, I, I, I played like, it cool and just shook their hand after I'm like, you guys.
2: You guys are the, the best. <laughs> You're the fucking man, man. <laughs> <laughs> what was it? I just shake my, your my hand fucking to go. life. <laughs> yeah.
0: Stevie Wilo really is my favorite player of all time, so that was like a crazy... I felt like he, I was uh, dreaming. Was so I, cool. I had to walk away from meeting him and shaking his hand. Just, I was like pinching my... I was like, Bless Whoa.
3: him for coming back up <sighs> and, you know, working to build the team again.
0: I trust him.
4: I think they're um, going to be. I think they're going to be good next year. If there's like, anyone I'm
0: going to be an annoying sports fan Homer for and be like, "No, nah, he's right," even when he's clearly wrong about something, is Steve Eisman.
2: Yeah, <laughs> you know, right? I think Show he's he got to have really good job security for that reason. Yeah.
3: One thing that was interesting with the Wings, though, is that they did so well and had such a good farming system because of Ken Holland. And then by the end, it was like, "Get him out!" It's, it made sense, but for yeah, a long yeah, time, I was About he, to say, he, good thing the Red Wings
0: did. Good thing the Red Wings have never had dangerous loyalty problems that hurt the team more <laughs> than healthy. Oh well. No, but, I mean, I mean I what are you gonna do
4: when you look at Ken Holland with like Edmonton, where he's done like not a great job? You you do wonder how. I mean, obviously, like, is, is I, he I,
0: I don't know enough to even say anything about it, but with that, because I think he was just trying to do too much of his 90s shit and it's not the yes. 90s anymore. That's, yeah, yeah, that's exactly,
2: that's it. exactly yeah. it, but um, I mean, I, like, I don't know how much, like, did it, did uh. Did Ken Holland draft Evan Bouchard as well? Was that like a Holland he, move?
4: I think that was him. Yeah, so he's made some good moves. But
2: yeah, uh, and like the at trade was was very good. Yeah. But I can't really look at much else that he's done in Edmonton and be like, oh, that's great, besides just like having McDavid and Drysaddle, right? Yeah. Like, well, kinda speaking hard of to fuck uh, up.
3: former former Red Wings guys going to a Canadian team, I'm like, when Babcock left, I was like, have fun. Everyone in Detroit was like, have fun. Even the players like, fuck that dude.
4: Oh yeah, the stories after him in.
3: that came out after was crazy.
4: Mm. He's like the most hated coach in the NHL now. Like, yeah, and no. he's and he's coaching again. Somehow, my boy, my boy, Mikey
0: Kami, told me all about yeah. that
3: years ago. Oh yeah, my Commodore God. baby, <laughs>
0: Commodore sixty four.
3: Uh, it's kind of strange. Like, I've been uh, out in Denver for like nearly three years, and I've I mean, seen one dead.
0: Avalanche player. <laughs> <Just
3: kidding. laughs> Denver. I mean, it's one of those places like. Most people are not from here. But even the people who are from here who are like Avis fans and stuff, like we bond so well. Like me being a Wings fan, we're like, Oh, remember the rivalry, like it was the best best hockey of all time, right? And like we all respect each other's players and we like love each other's teams. Like Patrick Wise Yeah, it's like I said argue, it doesn't make sense. Wise to like keep, arguably the best ever to do it. It doesn't Dalton, make sense to right?
0: keep that rivalry like violent and like be like, Fuck you. Yeah, like, yeah. Yeah. once all the players well, was, are once the last players are good, gone the up that, are good like, now. Go. Good again. After the, the, the fact that McCarty and Lemieux
2: <laughs> are friends now, right? That, yeah. that yeah, fucking yeah. was wild watching Dude, that happen. Darren
0: McCarty is another guy where I'm like, I'm just so fucking surprised that he is alive. Yeah.
4: Yeah. yeah. I yeah. thought he was gonna go he like looks, the Bob looks Probert. pretty rough. He's a, yeah.
0: He's a <laughs> yeah. I mean he was Probert's boy too. And yeah. Bamar Jarrett, he reminds me of Bamar Jarrett, like uh but he got his shit together pretty well. Shout out to Romeo Ford. Wanted... Romeo Ford gave him a job like when nobody else trusted him. But Yeah, because he was like that one, not. One thing you could do well is sell fucking there, trucks, right? man. Yeah. yeah.
4: <laughs> is he? Does he still live in the Detroit area? I guess. Yeah. Or? I would, yeah a lot so. of
0: a lot of players do, because, and it makes sense because what the fuck else? Who else is gonna know who the fuck Darren McCarty is?
5: Yeah. Yeah. But yeah.
0: Even though he still looks fucked up, he could walk into a place around here and be like, "Yo, also, you know where he hangs out a lot, which is really funny, the place called Club Twenty Two. Guess who owns that? Dino Cicerelli. He <laughs> what? Still, he's also still a local. Yeah, the big thing. I'm that, actually uh, going to play a uh, trivia at Club Twenty Two, not
3: like probably in a couple of weeks. So I'll let you know how it goes. The big nice. thing, uh, McCarty is obviously a uh, he's a big weed guy now because he like quit. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. Oh, so, yeah. That yeah, makes sense. Yeah. yeah, he's like belushi but, yeah. style. But you know, but you know about who owns a shitload of dispensaries it. in Detroit? Calvin Johnson. True.
4: Hmm. Oh yeah, okay. Because he retired but, pretty early too, didn't he? Cal- yeah, mm-hmm. Calvin
3: Johnson. He was always a guy. Even when like God, we we wasted him like we wasted Barry Sanders. It broke my heart, but. Calvin Johnson, even in in his peak, was like, he's kind of like Jokic, where he's like, I'm good at this, but I don't want to do this forever. And I don't really, like if I have to stop right now, I'm okay with that. It's like, I mean, good for him. Oh, yeah. He was always like, there's something beyond football. When I quit, I don't care. It's fine. I want to, like, I'm just going to have my family and everything. It's like, now he's
0: just selling weed. Lions are really good at destroying once-in-a-generation players, though, and like that, making them retire early, like forcing <laughs> the decision on them. They're so we fun now. We Stafford
3: left and immediately
4: won a Super Bowl. I yeah. like the Lions are like legitimately kind of a fun team now. They're right? gonna be, they're gonna be better this year, I'm sure. Yeah.
0: Stafford's wife had a fake-hitting uh, brain tumor just for them to leave the, the city. It sucks. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding I love her. It's just a joke, and I'm
5: happy to match Stafford.
3: Yeah, um, like Stafford, Stafford was... He deserved... He, it was crazy the stats he put up on the Lions even. like He was on the Lions, and people would be like, yeah, he'll be a Hall of Fame quarterback. And I was like, it's fucking more, depressing as hell, man. More local lore,
0: though. Uh, Andrew and I... I used to meet Andrew after work when I'd get off at the hospital... We meet up for shots or whatever. And sometimes there would be bands playing at Darian Hatcher's Bar, Hatchies.
4: That's such a good What's name for a bar. Dope God. God. Yep. <laughs> oh yeah, man,
0: Hatchies baby.
3: <laughs> and Chris- Hatchies was sick. Christmas lights on it year round. There was the banister on the stairwell was all made of hockey sticks. Mm-hmm. Was, that Which was, was really actually funny. one of
0: the sickest. Every spindle was a different stick. It was fucking amazing looking.
4: That's really yeah. good. Um, I,
0: I forgot who owns it now. I think it's actually another Wings player that bought it, like a. Madonna or
3: someone else that's local. Oh, Darren McCarty lives in uh, Clawson now. Yeah, it's the same area still. So it's like a little He bit lives more by west. The, the exit exit sixty
0: nine on Big Beaver Road. You know he <laughs> right was there. Right by your old
3: beautiful work in Madison Heights. Mm-hmm. Madison Heights and Warren, the most beautiful parts of Metro Detroit. If
0: you ask Do anybody you- around here, that's the worst place to fucking have to go for a drive because everywhere takes twenty five minutes to go <laughs> one mile. No reason.
4: All lights. <laughs> Do uh well, do do the Red Wings have like a big rival right now or cuz I know they're in the Eastern Conference now right so that's sort of like You know what, why yeah. do, like, yeah. they I try guess. to force no. all the
0: time or the fans at least try to force is uh Columbus but it's like kind of one sided like it's well, just the why? Columbus fans. Because they're no, both kind of like middling, close-ish.
2: haven't been good, and no. I enough. think
0: it's four because they want to get like the Ohio State Michigan rivalry. Right? Oh, the okay. Too. Yeah.
3: Yeah. The teams that I, right I think. right up. Obviously, you hated the Aves, but that kind of died down. So then it went on to be the
2: Sharks and the Pens, and everyone hated the Pens regardless. Yeah, I hated the Sharks because the Pens number. makes sense. The, Sharks, yeah, Sharks, are in the that, playoffs that Sharks is, yeah, when they had fucking Joe Thornton at the height of his I, powers. I
0: extra hate the Sharks because those were the games where I'd have to fucking stay up till 1 a.m. watching the Wings Western <laughs> Conference games when I'd work or school the next day. Dogs yeah, shoot. that would have
2: been fucking awful. Well, like, Michael, it's way better game?
0: that they're in the East now. Um, he, I didn't three mind three when I was like, really this. young. I love staying up late for Wings games, back, all three back in the I, day when the game puck was dropping at 10 35, I'm like, yes.
3: Who <laughs> was it? What was the game where the Wings played for like five overtimes or some shit? That was or against the Leafs, more. I think, right? It, I know they have the record, one of the records, no, the all time record for the do most you, OTs, oh, but that was like, that was in like the, the 30s One of you or guys, Stephen might remember
0: this. I don't, Air might too, actually. It was probably a big event that people talked about, like on hockey form stuff. But do you guys remember? And I, I believe it was a Wings, I think it was a rare Wings Leafs Saturday night game when the Leafs pulled their goalie in the second period. And it was only they were only down like one, and they pulled their goalie in the second period, and they were like flabbergasted on television. It, so it weird. sounds
2: vaguely familiar.
0: Yeah. This would have was been like, like w- oh three ish, like or around there. Like
4: was it was it like in the middle of the period, or was it like oh there's like ten seconds left? No, kind middle of, thing?
0: of the period, like super bizarre, like seven minutes left or something. Like it was wow. really weird. Huh. I bet I can oh, find how? someone talking about when that happened.
2: That's crazy. No, I don't think I, I remember that. I did want to circle back to something you said a bit earlier, Andrew, about how being in Colorado now, being in Denver, like you talk about, there's like such a mutual respect, and like, oh yeah, Wa was sick, oh CVY. Because I was trying to think of what a more contemporary um, analog to that rivalry would be. Like, I don't know if there's anything that exists right now. The like Canucks Chicago Blackhawks rivalry was very good. Yeah, uh, maybe without as there was obviously wasn't as much violence, but I think the hatred was certainly there, but it's also not as good because like the Canucks didn't get theirs afterwards. They know they got very close, <laughs> yeah. as we all know, but it, they didn't do it. So it doesn't quite measure up. And I wonder if that's why it changes my opinion. But if you ask me about the Blackhawks, I'm like, they fucking suck. I hate them. I hope they lose forever. Devin Taves can suck my dick. Uh, not Devin Taves. Jonathan Taves. <laughs> oh, yeah. Devin Taves Devin is cool. Devin too. Fuck you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> i kidding. But uh, I, I still fucking hate them. And I imagine it's the same for Stefan, right? Oh, yeah. No, I like, like, fucking seeing, detest them. Seeing them when get
4: Connor Bedard is just fucking like, it's such joke, so man. bad. Yeah. I was Ugh. going
3: to say after hating the Pens and the Sharks, because but everyone hated the Pens. Like everyone in the anyone that was a hockey fan had a rivalry with the Pens. No one liked the Pens. Everyone hated yeah. Sidney Crosby. But I was gonna say after that, the route, the band the, the the band, the team I hated the most was the Hawks. I fucking hated the Chicago Blackhawks. Yeah, but had the same sentiment. I hated them
0: the most. They um we had a good but re- now good games. All them.
3: my friends in Chicago, like Chicago friends who should be fans, they hate the Blackhawks. Interesting. People in Chicago hate their team because like No, they're dirty. They do disgusting shit off the ice. Like they're all disgusted by that um, whole franchise. Basically,
2: I I think in the NHL too, there's like, there's a level of atrocities like across the league, and so you can't really be like, you know, this my team would never sign. Tony like the, like or, the Canucks, or whatever the Canucks right? owner
4: is like such a I mean every owner is a huge piece of shit but the Canucks owner like underpays uh, migrant workers and you know doesn't give yeah, them they water had, like, and stuff a couple migrant
2: workers die in a farm they owned a couple of years ago he's allegedly involved.
4: like abused his kids for years allegedly and well now in
3: Detroit all Detroit sports are basically funded by Little Caesars baby. well Mike Illich <laughs> seems
4: like the rare like I'm I'm sure there's some bad stuff I mean he passed away I think a couple of years yeah, ago he right. was, yeah, he,
0: he was he was, better, a, though. He, he was a liberal
4: as, as far as like owners <laughs> go he's like <laughs> one of the better ones right because i think he was like wasn't he paying for like rosa parks's apartment and stuff yeah and he like, was yeah he was yeah. awesome
0: he was also like keeping a lot of the uh or not keeping but making sure they stayed open until the state paid attention to them a lot of the like um motown museums and shit i think he was always right. into putting back into the city and yeah he
3: did Oh, uh, This is just me, me circling back. back. It was in the 30s. It was the Red Wings versus the Montreal Maroons.
5: Ooh, Six man.
3: overtimes. 176 wow. Anybody minutes. Anybody who's been
0: to Detroit in the past like four or five years would be probably impressed and say it's, they liked being there and they enjoyed their, their visit. But it's going to be even better now because uh, by the end of next summer will be the completion of the new bridge that's about four miles south of the city and it's going to take a ton of the truck traffic out. So Detroit's traffic's gonna like come to a, a trickle through the city, which is nice. And uh, they're turning Greektown into walking only. They're getting rid of the curbs there and making it no cars. Oh, sick! Um, but the the bridge that's up is the Gordie Howe Bridge, which is also sick. Well, little, little hockey tip: the the new bridge from Detroit to Canada is gonna be the Gordie Howe Bridge.
4: Oh, that, you guys that, had one. Number that was the eight? Ambassador Bridge, right? Originally, the Ambassador Bridge or? is
2: still there. It's a, this okay. one's yeah, further it's down. They're building it right now. Dallas Stars, yeah. two thousand six. Andrew, yeah. on the same yeah. topic of that. Stefan,
0: I just told Aaron about this the other day, but a uh, a twenty seven year old bridge worker, he was fixing the suspension cables on the Ambassador Bridge, fell one hundred fifty seven feet into the water, and all he did, he only broke three ribs, and he's home what? already. What shit! Yeah. <laughs> Lucky motherfucker. Fucking Jesus Christ! Damn. Yeah. If he
3: went like straight, like if he t- t- tucked himself in like a pencil. Well,
0: I read the mm. I read like the report from after and the. The rescuers were like, um uh, he hit the he hit the water with such force that it removed his pants and underwear, but he was still wearing his boots and shirt. I'm like, Oh, that's hilarious. <laughs>
5: now that's now that's just plain funny.
3: That reminds me when we were we were tubing at a friend's like cottage when we were kids and I got I got thrown off like when we took a tight turn, you know, you are flying off the tube behind the boat. <laughs> yeah. And I got thrown so hard it whipped my trunks off. And I, I like come up on the water, I resurface, I'm like, Oh, my dick's out. And then, like, I look over and my trunk's like 20, 30 feet away. I'm like, fuck. Yeah, and we were with girls on the boat that we, like, thought thought they were cute. Please don't see my ass,
0: yeah. Don't see my twig
3: and berries,
4: please.
0: I didn't Uh. care. My dick was huge by then.
4: Tubing was so <laughs> tubing was so sick, but it's one of those things where like if I did it now, like I like I physically could not do it now. It would kill me now. I think. I like,
0: would yeah. I'd have to get on naked now, or else I'd lose my trunks no matter what. Would <laughs> <laughs> be so funny to just be on all fours and the boat's only going like twenty, and you're just like mm, with your ass all spread. <laughs> this is awesome. What?
5: I
3: I I said this on Twitter where I said people come to the state to Colorado and they just immediately die for dumb reasons, and like literally like every day I see like on the news like when I'm following the local news is like a hey, so-and-so man died off of falling off of this clip. A so-and-so person died after falling in there. It's like motherfuckers just come out here and they just start fucking around. They just immediately get killed. It's I mean, like, literally. Stop. Sadly. Stop doing this. Yeah, fucking. Or they get lost and need to be rescued or some shit. It's like. Stop.
0: Did you guys hear about that guy that was in, at sea off of Mexico for three
4: months? Yeah, and then rescued? abandoned his dog for some oh, reason? Yeah, what? but
0: I, I forgive him for that because he explained it after. It's, it's a real clickbaity headline. They're like, okay. man lost to sea with his dog.
4: He, keep, he kept the dog alive for three months using, yeah. you know,
0: that's crazy resources to use when you're fucking dying too. For and, sure. Uh,
4: what was the reasoning for getting rid of the dog? The dog was followed just... him onto
0: the boat anyway. Like he was, when he was preparing for his trip, the dog was just from the town and he's like, okay, you can come with oh, me. Oh,
4: I see. And okay. he's like,
0: the dog's Mexican. I don't want him to leave Mexico basically. So right. one of the rescuers adopted him. So, Okay. okay. The dog, right, the dog has oh, a home. Uh,
3: he, okay. I didn't see the story. I thought you were going to say ate it. No. I didn't see the story at all. So one of, like, my, one of my oh,
0: European friends earlier goes, oh, I would have eaten that thing. But then he goes, about 20 minutes into the trip. Fucking
2: <laughs> Dude, okay. So there's this guy that I've talked about on like my other podcast, what I do with Michael, WFIM. Um He's just like plumber that's on site with me, and like he kind of out of nowhere just started talking to me and my journeyman <laughs> about how uh, he COVID was created in a lab using snake venom, and that's why smokers can deal with it better. And then he he's like, I took ivermectin when I got it. And we're like, how did it work? He's like, oh, I almost fucking died. <laughs> and he's just like this really odd guy. And then like yesterday, he was like fucking the site foreman came up and he started hooting like an owl. And the foreman's like, What are you doing that for? Like, are you doing that because I'm here? That makes me feel like you're doing something unsafe. Like, what, what are you what are you <laughs> playing at? He was like, I I like owls. <laughs> and this guy is like older than me, but he's a first year plumber. Anyways, today his thing was uh, saying that. He's like, oh, yeah, I've eaten a dog before. And I forget where he said he was. It was like somewhere Southeast Asia. And he was like, yeah, no, I was looking for this restaurant where they serve dogs. I wanted to try it just to see. And I asked this like this guy that was walking his dog down the street where this restaurant was. And he was able to show me. I thought it was kind of funny. I was going to eat a dog and he was walking a dog. Like, that's awesome, man. See (laughs) you Jesus. (laughs) I always wonder, like, when the little
0: kid, like, when you're a little kid, another kid that just overshares everything about his family and stuff to you. And you're like, cool, man. See ya." When he, like, tells you, like, way too much. Like, and my mom and dad are yelling at each other. You know, like. Like, all right, man, peace, run home. I'm like, man, what happens to those kids when they're older? It's like, oh, they are just become that guy.
2: That happened yesterday yeah. too. We were waiting for there's. It's like a. It's called a skip. So it's like an elevator that's temporary, so we can like bring materials up to like the ninth floor. Yeah, I'd be run I'm familiar with skips. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and we're just like chilling there, and this guy that I've never talked to in my life, to my journeyman, and I, um, <laughs> wife, caught me cheating. <laughs> oh yes that's so he's like yep got a videotape of it and everything i'm fucked she's like don't cheat guys it's not good unless you have a prenup and we're like oh do you have a prenup he's like no i kind of do i own my house she's not getting any of that but so he got investigated and filmed probably that's what i want to follow up on because it was like was he making a sex tape and his wife just fucking found it or Brian the rain was on the porch. Yeah. Like, <laughs> but he said the, 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 tape is like, he's thrusting in the tape. So maybe. His uh, set that up. <laughs> Isn't that
3: illegal? And like <laughs> for her to film him. Wouldn't that yeah, be illegal? Maybe sure gets to proof? keep his
2: house. Yeah. Show. Show. And then, he, and then he's like, ah, I'm a fucking slut though. I cheated on my wife with three different women. When I was in Montreal the other week. And I'm like, awesome, man. <laughs> See you later,
0: <laughs> man. Sounds exhausting. That's so cool. Yeah. That guy's gotta be so tired. If you ever see that guy lagging ass, be like, "Stop fucking so much, man."
3: <laughs> you guys ever see Anna Cove in a thong? Oh wow! <laughs> <laughs> you ever see? That? God, looks
4: nice. St-
0: Stefan, I've been consuming, yeah. I've been consuming Howard Stern so much this summer, and it's been so good.
4: The clips you've been posting in like the DM or, or like on Twitter are so. There was one that you, I think you posted it where someone was talking about Star Jones. Oh yeah,
0: because like, it was Pamela Anderson. She's like yeah. complaining about how she's just on the View, and she's like, "I gotta do it with one of them." And Howard's like, "Oh, which one?" And she goes, "You know <laughs> the," and I think she just said like the big, the big one or something. Like she didn't want to yeah. say the black one or whatever. But then um, right away Howard goes, "Oh, she's a pig."
5: Yeah,
0: <laughs> <And> <laughs> just then, immediately. Uh, yeah, and then she's like, "And and I was telling the girls how many minks it takes to make these jet coats and how they shouldn't buy them at all." And Star Jones said. Oh honey, uh, uh it actually took eighty three to make my coat, blah, blah, blah. And uh Howard goes, no, it probably took 430 to make her coat.
5: <laughs> <laughs>
0: and then just relentless. Man, the, the Henry Rollins one where he the, Howard brings up you two. He's like, I heard you don't like Bono. Well, I mean, I don't I think Bono's annoying, but what you I heard you don't like you you don't like Bono. He goes, Don't like Bono. I'd like to see his life shortened.
4: <laughs> like Henry was, that, was the Henry <laughs> Rollins one the one where he was like Donald Trump should run for president yeah. in like yeah, two thousand like, and what that was, three or something? That he's was, such a conflicting yeah, like
3: man. 02 he's or he's such or a weird dude because like he's like yeah I'm, I'm, I was in Black Flag obviously like he's a punk icon all this stuff but then he's like I love the
4: troops and I love <laughs> to hang
3: out with the troops. And it's like I don't understand you Henry. I'm
0: sorry. He was honestly a little more clear with his coherent with his politics back then because he just sort of get all disgusted and go, what? No, 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 no. then like clarify it. But Howard also (laughs) interviews people like this, including Henry, where he's like, I heard your friend got blasted right in front of you, huh? And he's like, yep. (laughs) Shot right in front of me during a robbery. And Howard's like, you have a lot of sex, Henry? (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
5: Like... So funny.
0: You like getting your dick sucked? (laughs) Great great interviewer. Howard had a... uh, like a
2: vladdy you ever have adal sex
0: he regrets so much <laughs> yes. of being that way back in the day because he had this like come to well as he calls it, he's like he said he only started being a human like five years ago and was <laughs> when when robin got cancer he said it was like the mm. first time he cried in like three decades and he said he like felt like he prayed too and then she got better and he's like he said he instantly regretted every guest he was ever rude to and now, all of his interviews, like he still gets kind of nasty, but he now had they're, a Scrooge moment. Yeah, now they're more like <laughs> therapy sessions where he'll let someone tell this long ass, like fucked up story, then tell a, sort of his own fucked up story to relate it, but not be like, isn't that gross?
5: <laughs>
0: <laughs> so that's why I only watch the old stuff. The new stuff's really
5: <laughs> boring. It's <laughs> woke, it's too woke. woke.
0: <laughs> Speaking of that, though, oh my God, I, uh, I want to bring it up later when we we're talking about the Jim Rome thing. One of the greatest clips ever, and I recommend everyone go find it on YouTube and watch it after, but. Um, Artie Lang's appearance on the season one, episode one, uh oh, Joe Buck show. Joe
4: Buck. Oh my god. It's Jesus fucking Christ, where the other guests it's are so Jason Sudakis and Paul Rudd. Yeah. And
0: Artie keeps trying to light a cigarette and Artie admitted in his book like three or like years later that he had snorted a bunch of Vicodin before that show and had drank like six beers. <laughs> 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 he just, he's like, Joe told me before the show to light him up and roast him, but I just didn't stop <laughs> for like ten minutes straight. <laughs> it's so funny. <laughs> Joe looked like he wanted to die. But then um Joe got into a big fight. I didn't learn this until yesterday when I was watching something about it. Joe got into a big fight with HBO before episode two because he wanted Artie to come back on. Because there were oh, so many really? people talking huh. about it and he's like, yeah. I couldn't let him get away with it. I want to come <laughs> on and roast him back. You know, like he, he it would have been funny, but HBO was like, Absolutely not. Absolutely not. <laughs> God Artie's no book is so good.
4: I his book is incredible.
0: I'll have to read it. Artie, it's it's, Artie it's Artie, insane I, that he's alive. Like, you it's know what's unreal, crazy about alive. Artie though that people don't like I didn't know, but every time that motherfucker says he reads a book, apparently he does. Like Howard's like, <laughs> if there's one thing this guy loves more than uh uh d- drugs, it's reading. Well sorta. Like <laughs> <laughs> But Artie does like what and it Howard said it happened because he'd just be fucked up on Coke and a guest that had stopped by will, will have left their book there, and Artie would just stay all night reading it and then just be there in the morning with coffee waiting for the show to start.
4: <laughs> so good for you, Artie. So, <laughs> Sounds so exhausting, Just man. like somehow finding a way to make reading a book unhealthy and bad <laughs> yeah, for you. Yeah,
3: seven, Seven, saying It's Amazing It's Alive. It really is because, like, God, like... I'll see like yeah, someone with, like nose they, looked like four years they ago. Get, yeah, they get, oh infi- they get a little cut infected, and it like throws them like down this whole crazy road, and they end up like dying at like six months later after like this <laughs> all this crazy. Like the tiniest little thing could like yeah. take someone up, and they have people like Artie Lang who are just like cockroaches. They just yeah, you can't kill them. It's awesome. Yeah. Somehow they're just always around. I think it's cool
4: it's yeah, very, I mean, it's, very cool. it's extremely
3: just cool. wild folks what folks, people's bodies could go through
2: just like you can't kill the memory of the 90s avalanche detroit red wings <laughs> rivalry right. sorry i have a heart out i could talk to forever but no, i've got to go get a petty folks oh Ooh. yeah enjoy that oh, I, hope wow. your, I hope your hanged nail is feeling better yeah they're gonna rip the toenail out uh, i hope they take Ugh. some like i just hope they take like a bastard file to my heel or something and make it all soft and shit i'm excited
0: Hey, as my, but, um, my old boss used said I'd rather have a hangnail than be hung like a nail. <laughs> well,
2: this is a really long, thick nail.
0: True. Uh, we talk about that pain next pain time. And knows how to what kind of nail would you like your penis to look like? We'll talk about that next
4: time. <laughs> uh, I'll, bring
2: Je- I'll bring Jesse on for that. Yeah. No, oh, perfect. yeah. No, that's good. <laughs> Nice. That's, that's two times of the podcast. We've talked about the nail on It just sucks
3: that he has to buy new underwear all the time because it's always getting sliced open <laughs> it's, from the It's nail. so funny
4: that, that Dink Magic just brought that up randomly on his Twitch stream once and it's just like <laughs> a forever thing now. It's I love it. It's fantastic.
2: Uh Mike, yeah, uh Andrew, plug your plug your crud. Uh check out Chapo
0: FYM on uh Chapo Chaphouse on Twitch and check out W F Y M on podcast stuff.
2: Yep. Yeah.
0: Check out U- um, YouTube and Nintendo.
3: Check out PlayStation. Um, check out Episode <laughs> One console Podcast. Wars are back. <laughs> <laughs> check out the uh episode one podcast, uh, which we also have been doing a Call of Cthulhu series with Deke Magic. Ooh. So if you like D D and use, all that, he was a hit on our show. Yeah. Yeah, people aren't enjoying it. So uh but also you can listen to the free episodes, those are cool too. But thanks for having me. Yeah, thank yeah, you for guys. Thanks, thanks for coming on, guys. guys. It was yeah. a pleasure.
2: And uh, until next time, bye bye. Hate the steam. Bye-bye. Bye bye.
3: Bye.
1: Wish that I, that I could stay Girl, you know I got to go Oh Lord, I wish it wasn't so Save tonight If I break up, don't come tomorrow Tomorrow I'll be gone Save tonight fight I break up, do don't come tomorrow, I will be your same tonight and i break our dawn.